The biggest way to define kind of a unique, like your own unique brand is two things. One is to really get clear about who you're speaking to, what they need, what their problems are, and also the things that attract them naturally. The internet has made it easier than ever to start a business. Succeeding on the internet, now that's another story. The big question is, what are those who are succeeding doing differently? This podcast has the answers. Hi, my name is Lisanne Murphy. I've spent the last three years running a successful advertising agency. I noticed with certain clients, I ran into the same problem over and over again. Their offering was just not grabbing the prospect's heart and wrestling them into purchasing submission. Why? Many of these business owners were so far down the road in their journey and so in love with their product, they forgot who they were serving, missing some essential steps along the way. So I'm pivoting focus. Join me as I go behind the scenes with the most brilliant entrepreneur minds to demystify the nitty gritty marketing hacks needed to be successful before spending thousands on advertising that ultimately separate the internet legends from the dreamers. On the previous episode, you heard from me as I shared all about competition graphics as our part five in our six-part series on dream traffic. It is not one you want to miss, so tune into that series. But while I've got you, stick around. I've got Cree Gentile on next. This branding expert will blow your mind as she talks about the elements of good branding that people don't think about but should because it is critical to success. Keep listening to hear the secrets she shares. Welcome to the Marketing Matrix Podcast. I'm your host, Lisanne Murphy. I am here with the wonderful Cree Gentile. We are so excited to have you on the show today, Cree. Thanks so much for having me, Lisanne. I am so excited to speak to your audience. I really hope that I can inspire them today, and I'm just so thankful to be here. So thank you for asking for me to of- Of course. We are so excited to have you. Before you jump into your amazing story and your brilliance, I wanted to just take a moment and introduce this powerhouse lady. Cree is an international creative director, designer, and consultant. She helps business owners, agencies, coaches, consultants that either have no brand or a poorly designed brand to elevate their business credibility, authority, and value with high converting brands. Cree has crafted content for some of the globe's most recognized companies, including Captain Morgan, Pantene Pro-V, and Walgreens, just to name a few. Her agency, Creative Co., produces show-stopping, high-converting brand identities, websites, sales funnels, and social media feeds. Her clients go on to stand out and become the most attractive choice within their industry. Cree's work has been featured across billboards in Times Square, which I hope you touch on that in our episode because that is just so cool. She regularly contributes to industry-leading publications like Funnel Magazine and ClickFunnels. CEO Russell Brunson calls her one of the world's top five funnel designers. Welcome again, Cree, for being on the Marketing Matrix podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Good. I love it. So why don't you catch our listeners up on, on, on your journey? I would love for you to go back. Like, How did you become this branding and design powerhouse that you are today? Yeah, that's a great question. So it's... Um... It's, it's, um, I'll give you the short story because it goes really far back. So, um, it all started 
I was sort of born into it. My parents were wedding photographers. So I was born into entrepreneurship of like a family of entrepreneurs. Um, I was born into a family of creative entrepreneurs. So photography, I was always around sets and um, learning what it was like to pick up a camera. Um, I was, I, I, I started sharpening my eye ever since I was, you know, very, very young, um, learning, you know, um, what it takes to put, you know, create a scene and set the scene and how to, how to play with lighting. And, and so all of that kind of, um, stuck with me and I just, you know, refined and sharpened over time. And, um, and when I got to college, I decided, well, I have all this experience in kind of art directing and photography, and I wanted a way to bring that to businesses, um, you know, to help, um, build businesses with that. So I went into, um, it was called visual communications and design. It was like a combination of kind of graphic design and um, just, you know, visually being able to communicate um, your thoughts. And so um, that's when I learned a lot about graphic design and web design and how to creative direct even better. And after college, I got my BFA in design. So then I went to work in corporate America. Um, where I was a junior art director, and then I went to art director, and then I went to senior art director. And so I quickly worked my way up the ladder really fast, um, worked for globally recognized brands, like like you mentioned, like Captain Morgan was one of my biggest brands, Absolute Vodka, um, Excedra and Pantene Pro-V, like the list goes on. Um, and I would help them to build their brand um, content and um, strategize and just creative direct. And I loved it. I, I just knew that this is exactly what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Um, but yeah, there was a part of like working in corporate America where I felt like I was always just kind of a number. Like I was sitting in board meetings with multi-million dollar, you know, projects at, at hand. Um, we were, you know, coming up with like, you know, the creative for each um, semester of like each, um, each quarterly content, you know, each quarterly ad campaign. And um, it was amazing to be in the room with all these people and these really high level execs and, and all, but I just always felt like I was, you know, like I said, just kind of a number, like these, these national campaigns would go out and it would reach the millions and millions and masses, um, but nobody really knew like who was the face behind all of that amazing work and, and, and what went into it. And so I just never really felt like totally fulfilled. So I, um, I took my talents and I moved them into my own um, creative agency because I always knew that I wanted to be my own entrepreneur, my own business, my own business owner, um, my own CEO. And um, so I decided to start my, my own company, um, which was called The Creative Co. And uh, yeah, it's been amazing. It's been an amazing journey. I've been doing this for like five, six years now on my own um, with my team, obviously. And it's just been amazing it's it's been it's been a dream come true i love that so so you you said two really interesting things that i'd love for you to speak into you talked about how like you've always wanted to do your own thing but there was also something that catalyzed you to be able to make the jump mm -hmm. so can you speak into that like mm -hmm. like did did you forget about that dream for a while and then something happened that like made you remember it or were you like always looking for your exit strategy like how did that happen yeah, that's funny. I think it was always something I knew that was going to happen. Um, it was just a matter of when. And um, I worked in corporate America for about four years before I started feeling that itch of like, okay, it's, it's, time. Um, I, I noticed that I moved up the corporate ladder really quickly, which was like unheard of. Like a lot of um, people, like a lot of my peers weren't doing the same. And so I was kind of like, 
well, maybe I'm special. Maybe, maybe I do have that special touch that I really do need to, you know, um, I, I've been able to, I've been able to handle all of this, you know, um, all of these amazing projects and I've been able to do it with um, just ease and it just came so natural to me and I just loved it so much. Um, but there was always just that feeling of kind of being that, it was like this insignificance, like this feeling of just being another number. Like I had my cubicle that I would go back to and I would just become another person that worked at that agency. Um, and at the end of the day, a lot of it was like kind of sad because a lot of the day, like we'd throw a lot of great ideas out there and, and um, a lot of my ideas would like, like stick, but um, a lot of them would like go, you know, go to, go to the back of the room. And, and it's like, you know, I have all these great ideas and, and I just feel like I'm being held back. Like I can't like personally affect um, someone's small business or someone, um, someone's growth or like the world at large, because I'm just kind of like this other person. And so I really just wanted to um, take that ownership and that reign and just run with it. Um, yeah, so I just got to the point where I was tired of doing the commute. I was tired of doing the day by day. It was a very like monotonous routine. And I just, it just wasn't for me. I'm such a creative person that I don't like structure. I don't like, you know, having to um, you know, ask for people's opinions or like ask for um, permission to do things because I know that they're amazing ideas and they're just going to get stuck. So that's what I, that's where I was like, you know, I can do this. I can, I can start to, you know, learn what it's like to build a business, learn what it's like to build a team. Um, it's time for that. And so little by little, um, it was definitely, you know, a roller coaster, like every entrepreneurial journey, but it's so, it's so amazing and so worthwhile, um, and rewarding that I wouldn't trade it for anything. I love that. And did you, did you like start a side hustle while you were in corporate or did you like cold stop corporate and like hard start your yeah. entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I kind of did both. So like while I was still at in corporate, I first initially thought I was going to become a blogger. I was like, oh, I love fashion and I love food and I love taking photos and this is all natural to me. So I'm just going to start a blog. And so actually that's where it started. I, I started this blog and um, I would just document, you know, um, my journey, what I was working on, um, where I was traveling, what I was doing, what I was cooking. And it was just so much fun to be able to like curate and, and create all that content. And um, that's what led me to doing kind of like bigger and bigger projects. So like from the blog, I got a lot of partnership deals, um, hotels that would reach out to us, um, clothing companies that would send us stuff. And, and I would be in charge of, you know, creative directing scenes and creating content for that. And, and all of a sudden it started like kind of monetizing. And I was like, you know, I can really build a business out of this. And so then I just shifted completely. I was, I, I had enough business at the time and I was able to, and, and it was just a natural switch. And yeah, so that's how I kind of just, as soon as I had like a couple, couple clients under my belt and um, I knew the ropes, I just made the switch and, and just never looked back. <laughs> I love that. I personally identify so much. That's exactly how my social media agency started is I was working in corporate marketing and I started taking on some personal clients and it wasn't too long before I was like, okay, I can work way less and make way more and, and have a life, a much more comfortable lifestyle by, by doing my own thing. Yeah. And it's so nice to see like the impact of your efforts, like helping, you know, local um, businesses or even agencies, you know, that are nationwide is just seeing that you can impact um, their clients and, and the world at large through their offers is just, it's really, it's really rewarding. So I'm sure you feel yeah, that as well. Yeah. For sure. So I would love for you to speak into, okay, so you're, you're making the decision to 
um, go out and do your own thing. And you've talked, you, you've mentioned multiple times that um, you didn't want to be a cog in a machine. You wanted to have a more intimate relationship and a greater sense of impact with the people that you were working with. What was, what was like the goal? And I know like you started with blogging and then it switched to like a more agency type feel, but like, mm-hmm. like, did you have like a, this is what I want to accomplish and this is who I want to talk to. Like what, what was like your, your far reaching, uh, des- your goal or destination when you started this? Yeah. Well, I always knew that I wanted to take my particular design aesthetic and apply that to everything that we did, which is kind of um, maybe has a little bit of a feminine skew, um, sort of bohemian feel. It kind of depends on the, the brand, but I knew that I had a really distinct design aesthetic and I wanted to be able to take that and bring that to um, our clients. And so I always had the dream of bringing together, so I called the company creative co because it's like it's the creative company i wanted um different aspects of all create all of the things that a brand um would need so a business owner would need um to make their brand really powerful and stand out so that's everything from um photography and video to to brand identities and um website designs and social media content um and messaging and positioning and so i wanted it was always my goal to bring together kind of like a players from every single area and bring them together to become the creative co like the creative company um, that you could work with and it's it's almost like working in corporate where you have your different departments and there's always the creative department so i imagined the creative co being a business owner's creative department Um, So kind of like a one-stop shop, you don't have to go anywhere else because we've got all the talent that you need and it's all cohesive and um, consistent under one roof and it's all going to be creative directed under me. So everything is going to look, you know, it's going to have that high quality that I used to work, you know, work on like for multi-million dollar brands and I can bring that to now the business owner, agency owner, um, et cetera. So that was always my goal. And it's funny because that's honestly what happened. It's like, it's, I, I saw the vision and I knew it and I'm, I worked and worked and worked to get there. And now I'm at the point where I have a full team, um, people who support me and it, they're just all amazing rock stars and it just, it just works. So it's like having that clear vision just absolutely brought me to that destination. I love that. Well, and it, I, it seems to me like you are a very unique individual and in that like you mentioned that like you're, you're, you're a very creative idea person, but you're also like, you're on a mission and you've got a plan. Yeah. And so you've got this like amazing mix of having a vision and making a plan happen, but also being a creative and idea person, which is just, that's amazing. You're just yeah. you're individual in that way. It's so rewarding to me. Like it's always been one of the most rewarding things for me to be able to see something um, as an idea and like conception and then bring it to um, full term, like bring it to the end. And so to look back and see where we started and then where we ended up and just to see the growth and progress that I've been able to help business owners achieve. It's just like so rewarding. That's so amazing. And I'm glad that like, you have the the presence of mind to be able to look back and see where you've come. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like one of my fun, most fun things to do. Yeah. I yeah. love it. So a minute ago, you said this tiny thing, you said it's been a rough road. It hasn't been easy. I would love for you to speak into that. What, what is, what has been a huge block or hurdle or, or form of resistance that's come as you have 
built this vision that you saw? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I think all business owners go through this. I don't think I'm the only one, and I'm sure you've felt this way at, at some point as well. Um, but entrepreneurship, at least from my perspective, has always been kind of a roller coaster. You know, sometimes it goes up and sometimes it comes down and then it keeps going. And it's all about fighting through and just getting through and knowing that you're on the right path and it's going to be worth it. And like anything that's worth it, there's going to be trials and tribulations. So, um, there's definitely been hurdles. There's always kind of walls and blocks. And um, I think the biggest like hurdle for me was I think in the beginning, I was very adamant about, um, I kind of had that like new business, that new business owner mentality where I always wanted to do everything on my own. I was, you know, in the beginning when you first start a business, you're kind of cash flow deprived a little and you always just kind of try to do everything on your own and by yourself and you listen to your own ideas and you never really seek out other people's opinions or help because all you see are dollar signs and it's just, it's scary. And it's really, a, it's really um, terrifying to some, somewhat invest in yourself because you're just not sure, you know, is the return gonna be worth it, especially when you don't have the money. So, that was my biggest hurdle. Like in the beginning, I spent years just kind of trying to figure things out on my own, which was such a mistake. And it's, it's so frustrating because now that I look back at it, like the minute that I hired my first coach was a blessing. It was a godsend. And he was able to help me rewire and shift my mindset and think about things in different ways and make things easier. Um, and then, and then it went on to the next coach and then the next coach, and then those all those coaches had their networks. And, um, so building a network of support and just people that I can rely on to ask questions, to get feedback, um, to help, you know, um, that's how I grew my team. I, I, I was able to meet others who could support and assist me because again, I was doing everything on my own. So it wasn't until I went and sought out professional help and support from others that I was able to actually grow my business and start seeing amazing tangible results. Um, Cause it was just so slow when I was that myself. And yeah, so that was a major mistake and wall block that I hit. So, so what was it that gave you the courage to be able to start to delegate or outsource or, or whatever? Because I think that is a, a huge entrepreneurs, one, they feel the pressure that they need to understand everything. And two, like you say, like it's, it's the, it's the money crunch. So like, what was it that finally was like, okay, I need help or else it's going to take me an eternity to just get one thing out there. Yeah. Um, I think that all came after hiring my first coach and he was really adamant about helping me to get aligned with, you know, who I wanted to work with, who I wanted to speak to, and then exactly what their problem was. And as soon as I was kind of able to align with who I'm speaking to and what my offer is and really clarify that and just make it super simple, um, that's when I was able to uh, grow my business a lot faster. Um, so I started getting a lot more cash flow, building my business, um, having the expendable, um, you know, cash flow to be able to invest in a team. And so little by little, um, I hired a graphic designer, and then I hired a web designer, and it just kept spiraling and it kept growing. And um, that's what brought me to where I am now. So it just started little by little, um, but it was just knowing that. I couldn't live like that anymore. I would hit, you know, like there would be, um, I would crash and burn and just feel tired and feel stressed out. And I just knew I couldn't live like that anymore and that things needed to change. And so making small investments, um, you know, over time, 
um, just started to snowball and then it just grew from there. And now you have a full blown team. Yeah, exactly. That's so exciting. I love that so much. So why don't you tell us a little bit about, uh, about your business and, and the type of work that you've, you've mentioned it briefly, but like the type of work that you do for, for a company and what that looks like as that client comes into your agency. Yeah. So we, we like to say that we help brands, um, agencies, coaches, consultants, um, business owners, to establish brands that are so powerful and so memorable um, and impactful and iconic that they um, attract the right audience, um, they help you um, make, you know, um, they help you become more valuable so you can charge more for your services. Um, and quite frankly, just become the most attractive choice within your industry so that um, you become top of mind every single time someone needs um, you know, a service in that industry. Um, so we help with everything with brand identities, um, getting your brand identity structured in a way that's really powerful. That means um, logos, colors, fonts, giving you that identity that really speaks to your audience in a really um, profound way. And then we take that brand identity and we apply it across all of the different platforms. So like your website design or your social media content um, or your marketing content or your advertising campaigns, um, your stationary material, all the things that you would hand out if you were at events. And so every single aspect of your visual presence, whether it be online or print, we can help um, creative direct and help you to make sure that it's cohesive and consistent and it's looking really powerful and it's unique and stands apart so that you can charge prime dollar. That's amazing. So what are, what are some of the aspects that go into you defining a brand for these clients? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many things. Um, so I liked it. Like the first thing that we do is we'll sit down and we'll ask them a series of questions and really just get to know um, the biggest way to define kind of a unique, like your own unique brand is two things. One is to really get clear about who you're speaking to. Um, so if you don't know who you're speaking to, you're not going to know how to attract them. Um, so you have to get really clear about who it is that you're speaking to, what they need, what their problems are, um, and also the things that attract them naturally. So um, if you get to know, um, you know, what type of car do they drive? Um, what type of food do they buy? Um, where do they live? Uh, what type of friends do they hang out with? Where do they go to restaurants? Where do they hang out? Um, because all of those little things that they innately do uh, on their own, that's what they're attracted to. So we take those little aspects and we try to embed them into our personal into like my clients brands in order to attract the right customer to them. That's part one. Part two is we want to also embed your personality, like your own unique personality into your branding. Um, so we really get to know the business owner. We really get to know their story, um, their mission, their visions, their values. And we put them all together. We take all those different aspects and they all kind of culminate together um, to, to create their own unique brand. And so once we've got all like a list of, you know, keywords and um, all these different aspects, we just start to pick and pull them apart and um, get creative with how we can incorporate all these different aspects in order to create something truly unique for our clients. That's amazing. So can you share a specific example of a client where like, again, your introduction, you talked about how like they either have no brand or it's, it's poorly branded and then like how, how you changed it and what the result was. Like, I love how you say like something as simple as branding gives you the authority to charge more for your services. 
Mm-hmm. So I would love for you to like share an example or a story of someone, and you don't have to mention names if, if that's, you know, private information, but just like, tell us about a transformation that happened from going through this process. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, so for example, this is, this is a kind of an, an interesting example. Um, one of our recent clients, she is a, she works for a multi-level marketing company. And, um, so Facebook, I, I'm sure you, you're aware that Facebook isn't, doesn't love advertising to, to multi-level marketing companies. Um, so they will, um, they, they won't like that. They won't, they won't enjoy that. So they, and they won't advertise to companies like that. So, um, we really needed to position her in a different way in order for her to even be able to market her services online, because at the point she hadn't, she hadn't been doing anything. Um, so what we did was we got really creative and we said, okay, you know what? We're going to label you as a coach. We're going to position you as a coach and a consultant, and you are going to get people in the door as a coach and consultant. And then you can funnel them into your multi-level marketing company if you think that it's the right fit for them, but you're not going to scream multi-level marketing right now. You're going to, you're going to talk to them about how you can individually help them. So we're going to position you as a coach and a consultant. So she went from being another agent, um, you know, in a world of agents to being a coach and consultant that was, you know, her own, it was like her own business. It was her own brand. So when we came, um, when we were tasked to create her brand identity, we were really thinking through like, how are we going to do this? How are we going to set you apart from every other agent that's out there? And how are we going to make you look like the coach and consultant that you are? Um, so we decided we took um, different aspects of the things that she was going to be coaching and consulting on. Um, so one of them happened to be real estate. One of them happened to be um, like personal, um, like life coaching and kind of helping them break barriers and mindset. Um, another one was um, getting clear about how to do their business, like how to structure their business um, in a way where they can be profitable and make money. And then the fourth aspect was that she really wanted her clients to feel like a little bit of stardom. Like they, like she knows that they want to be stars in their industry and they want to shine. And so we took, um, we took all of these like little, um, like shapes, like, so one aspect, which was the business aspect would be symbolized as a square. And then, um, the, the real estate aspect would be symbolized as another, it, it was like, um, like a five points, um, like kind of shape. It was a little bit organic. I wish I could show you, but, um, and, and then the, another one was a triangle. So we kind of gave them all, all of their own unique symbols. Um, and then obviously the stardom was a little bit of a star. Um, so then we put them all together and created this really unique graphic for her that, I've, I have never seen anything like that anywhere, um, but now she has this little symbol um, that kind of, it, it, um, it, it symbolizes, you know, all of the different aspects that she um, practices and, and it culminates them all together to create a really unique, um, you know, symbol that now she can use and that it has a story behind it and it's strategic. Um, and then each of those were different colors. So now we were able to um, incorporate colors into it. And then we matched fonts that, you know, represented the type of audience that she was looking to attract because all different fonts will will attract all different types of audience members so we, we made sure to get the fonts and the colors right so that they spoke to the audience the right way um, and yeah it's been amazing so then we, we build this brand identity we applied it to her website we applied it to all of her social media content and all of her stationary content and she like is just blown away. I mean, this was just recently, so I can't, sh I, I don't, I don't have like tangible numbers to share. Um, this literally just went out last week about results, but she has just been like sharing like crazy and just has gotten such amazing feedback about, you know, the, the creative so cool. approach to like, you know, building a business that way. 
because she was just she's just in a sea of agents. So now she's able to stand out as her own individual coach and consultant, and and it's just it's been amazing to watch and to see her success too. I mean, she just went to a, a Tony Robbins event, which was amazing, and she handed out her business card and got a lot of feedback. Um, people going to her website and giving her compliments, and so it's been amazing. It's very rewarding, like I said, just to to watch. That's all amazing. The yeah, well, and it's not just like, especially with multi-level marketing, like it's not just about working around the Facebook policies, but multi-level marketing has just like this general like uh, feeling around it anyway. And so like you have to find unique ways to stand out from yeah, the crowd. Exactly. So that is such an awesome, awesome example. Yeah. yeah. So for our listeners, um, do you have like a couple like if people are wanting to think through their brand identity and how to stand out, like you have like a few like really tactical things that they need to be thinking through in order to, to get started on that themselves. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I always recommend really, I always recommend working with someone, a professional in this ball camp, just because, um, like I like to relate it to like going to the dentist. Like if we had a if we had a, a cavity, you know, we wouldn't just pick and pry away at it in our own bathroom like on our own, right? Like we're not gonna get anywhere. We're not gonna get anywhere. It's probably not gonna be safe. You're probably gonna it's probably gonna be more harmful than than you know good for you. So I like to start there where it's just kind of like work with someone who really has studied this stuff because um, it's, it's taken years. Like I, I mean, I've been in the agency, I've been in this, this world, this branding world for over 20 years at this point. Um, I've learned, you know, how to communicate, um, it visually in different ways. So like, for example, I was on, um, I was on a photo shoot for Bailey's Irish cream a couple years ago. And, um, I love this example because it's, it's, this is exactly like the type of detail that they need to, you need, you need to think about as a business owner. So we were tasked with the idea of, um, creating a campaign for the holiday season and Bailey's Irish cream speaks to women, to females. So we were deciding between two different kitchens. We had two different locations in mind. Um, one kitchen was more browns and blacks and, um, dark mahogany woods and like black countertop. And it just, it was very masculine. And the other one, um, was more white, um, white marble. Everything was like gold and white and airy and bright. And it was more feminine and more, more, more soft and dainty, more feminine. So that example alone of just choosing colors and environment is like, who are you speaking to and how do you connect with them emotionally? So we were speaking to females. We ended up choosing the bright and airy one because that is what's going to speak to them much, much stronger, much quicker, um, and more effectively. So it's things that are very subtle and subliminal that the, the, like a business owner might not even pick up on. Um, but it's things that your, you know, your professional designers is going to pick up on, like when it comes to colors and when it comes to fonts and when it comes to how you portray yourself in photos or videos, um, there's different skews and different ways that you can do that, that are going to attract your audience in different ways. Um, so again, you have to get really clear about who your audience is, um, if they're male or female, it's gonna skew the way that you take your photos, the way, the colors that you choose, the fonts that you choose. Um, you know, it, it's, it, get, it can get really granular and this is why multi, like big, big globally recognized companies spend multi-million dollar budgets on this stuff um, because all the details really matter. So it's just about understanding the psychology behind things. Um, like I could tell you, um, you know, 
warm colors versus cool colors, like warm colors, um, like reds and oranges and yellows, those are going to move people to take action or to, or even to stop and be kind of like, you know, that's why stop signs are red, where it's like the first red is the first color that our eyes can, um, that, that catches our eyes. Um, so like when you make something red, it really just says stop and pause. And so that's good for, um, buttons or, you know, like on a website when, when you want to, um, get someone to, to click on a button, um, or green is another good color for buttons because it means go, it means let's move forward. Um, so each color has like innate, you know, characteristics and each fonts that work the same way. And so it's really just about understanding this like psychology behind that and choosing the right way of displaying your, your creative content in a way that's going to attract the right audience and also kind of have your personality embedded in it as well. So it's a complicated matter. Um, but yeah, there's, I have a ton of tips and tricks. Um, if you want to learn more, I, I have, um, I have a group that's on Facebook. It's a private group where we talk about stuff like this all the time. Um, so it's free to join. It's, I, can I drop it here? Please. This is a perfect, this is a perfect time. Yeah. Uh, tell us about, you, yeah, super helpful. Yeah. So um, tell us about your group. And then you also mentioned that you had a workbook that people could, could get yeah. access to. So I would love for you to take a minute to talk about that. Exactly. So the workbook will walk you through the seven steps that you need to take in order to stand apart on, to make your brand stand apart online. Um, so that's going to help you to walk, you know, it walks through first step. Like I said, who's your target market and who are you speaking to? Second step is um, your creative avatar, um, your, your client um, avatar. So like who, who you want to be, um, you, you, um, the personality that you want your brand to, to own. Um, and then it goes into your brand identity. So it, it walks you through a seven step process. It's awesome. And you can get that at creativemarketing.com. Now creative is spelled a little uh, creatively. So it's K-R-I-A-T-I-V marketing.com. So you can get the booklet there. And then um, if you'd like to join my free uh, Facebook group, we talk about all things branding, marketing, and business, um, all of these types of tips and tricks on colors and fonts and stuff like that. And that is um, on Facebook at Branded by Design Tribe. So perfect. Yeah. I love that. And I'm going to put those links in the notes to this episode so the listeners can find those really, really easily. Awesome. I love it. Well, thanks so much for dropping so much value and just like helping us think like, like it, it is very nuanced. And so you need to be very sensitive to that and recognize that whether you intentionally create a brand or not, you have a brand and people are going to respond to that. Oh, that is regardless such a good there. point. That is such a good point that you bring up. It's like, I say that all the time too. It's like, you have a brand also whether you like it or not because whatever you're doing is going to be communicating a certain way if you aren't doing anything when it comes to branding what you're telling your audience is that you don't you don't find it important is that you don't find the experience important is that you don't find the way you communicate important um, but when you do refine it and when you when it has sophistication and it communicates in a very profound powerful way then you're telling your audience that you know you have value and that you are a quality driven brand and and you know you do things differently and you care about the details and you care about your client experience so e either way you have a brand it's just how is it communicating um, yeah so I love yeah, that that that's yeah. a serious mic drop right there yeah. Um, so I always, I always love to end with this, with this question that I would love, love for you to answer. And that is that, um, 
you know, when the, the heart is, allows us to, when we look back on our experience to be like, wow, that's amazing that I got here and I'm so grateful. But I would love for you to talk about like some of the behind the scenes transformations that have occurred as you've created Creative Co. Yeah. Um, gosh, so many. Um, you know, like I, I talked a lot about um, building a team was really, really hard for me just to let go and um, trust in others and trust in their abilities to help me, you know, move forward quicker. Um, there were so many things like, um, you know, knowing when to invest in, in, in a coach, knowing what type of coach to invest in. Um, behind the scenes stuff, um, really getting clear about the type of clients that we service and the type of clients that we don't want to service. Um, because in the beginning, I, I'm sure like many business owners, you know, you start to just take on anyone. You take on anyone that wants to work with you. Um, and what happens there is that you end up running yourself kind of thin. Like you, you do this and you do that and you do this and you do that. And um, at the end of the day, it's, it's, a, it's a huge headache. You know, you're doing all these things and you're not really focused. And so um, I think one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is when, when you can focus and, and stay focused on, um, you know, one client client, one product and keep things really, really simple. Like simplification, sim being simplified is just so, um, valuable, um, keeping things easy, um, manageable. So when it wasn't until we decided on one client and one offer that we were going to provide for at least an entire year to, you know, just to, to, to really work that out for an entire year, that is when everything changed for us in our business because we were able to eliminate doing all the other projects that we had been taking on, taking, taking care of all the array of different um, business owners that we had been working with. And um, we just got really clear about, you know, who we want to work with um, and, and how we want to help them. And that has made the biggest difference um, so far, more so than anything really has. Um, we're really particular with who we work with. We put them through a really, you know, kind of strenuous like question, question and answer kind of thing. We, we like to talk to them. We really like to get invested with our clients because we spend a lot of time with them. Um, branding is not something that's like like it's not, it's like done in five minutes and then we never talk again. Branding is ever evolving. It is, con it's continually evolving um, through time. So we, we like to uh, build relationships with clients that we can, you know, have long, long-term knowing that it, it doesn't just end, you know, in a couple months, it's going to be everlasting. And so we're really particular with who we take on. And in the beginning, I wasn't doing that. I was just taking whoever, and it was a really big headache. But so once we implemented um, being really strategic, and, you know, um, yeah, really, really um, refined on who we were working with that just, it just changed everything. So there's a ton of little um, tips like that. Um, but yeah, I hope that I hope that helps inspire, you know, your audience to just be, be focused, be simple, um, stay, yeah, stay humble, stay authentic. Um, do you do what you want to do? Don't do things just to please others and you'll be successful. I love it. I love it. That, that was like, I mean, we could like go into each one of those like little nuggets that you just shared for a long, long time. <laughs> Maybe we can do that sometime soon. <laughs> we must, we must. Yes. Yeah. And as you know, this podcast is centered around those, those marketing tips that are going to make the biggest difference. And I personally am very obsessed with narrowing in on target customer. And so I just love that, that that's been a key, not just for how you define people's brands, but how you've been able to scale 
and, and magnify the impact in your business. And so I appreciate you talking about that because I'm like, preach, sister, preach. Yeah, it's number one in our seven-step guide. It's like the biggest thing that you have to work out before anything else. Because if you don't know where you're going, it's like getting in a car and not plugging in directions on your GPS. Like if, if you do that, like where are you going to end up? You're just going to be driving around aimlessly. So when you put in a specific direction and you pick that specific person, you give them a name, a demographic, everything. Um, when you're very specific, then you'll get to that destination super easy. So I love it so yeah. much. Well, Cree, you have been amazing. You have just delivered value. You've given us great counsel. Thank you so, so, so much Thank for being you with so us on much. the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I, I'm so happy and thrilled to be here. Um, so thank you so much. I'm, I'm just floored. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Marketing Matrix podcast. On the next episode, we hear from Laura Benedetto. This Hawaii-based entrepreneur rock star is the guru of helping stressed out entrepreneurs and business owners who felt they missed the mark in happiness. She has just released her new book called The Six Habits, where she breaks down the behaviors we need to focus on to truly be happy. Click on the next episode to hear her incredible story and journey. And while I've got you, I wanted to remind you about the Marketing Matrix Toolbox. This resource has tons of free marketing tools to make your marketing journey easier. We add new content new content to it each week. Check it out and register for instant access at toolbox.themarketingmatrixpodcast.com. And if you want to join the conversations surrounding marketing, check out my free Facebook ads for coaches, course creators, and lifestyle brands Facebook group. This is an awesome community of people trying to master the ad game to scale their business while saving time. You can join that group for free at www.facebook.com slash groups slash FB ad ninjas. All right, that's it for now. See you next time on The Marketing Matrix.